I still don't understand. Like, I guess I'm very confused. And because he oversaw the whole Emery thing and the Cutler thing and the, the Trustman thing. Isn't this the exact same situation that we're in now? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand where all this leniency is coming from when we're absolute crap and there's... I mean, I don't get... I, I'm so confused on everything that's being run through this organization right now. Well, and that, Tyler, I think that's where, have. that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with the Bears fan. It's a fan organization decisions or making emotional decisions. So if Ted Phillips is a friend of the family and you know, Virginia that he's, you know, gonna, you know, got the answers to the problems, you know, then he's gonna stick around and with the with a standard of those breaks. So I mean that might be part of it. You know, the other part of it might be oh, who knows. <laughs> Maybe he's got something on on the McCaffrey's. I uh, yeah, I I have no idea. What do you think, Dan? Well, I you know, I, I, I think it's the same stage year after year and the same players on the stage. Um and, and we just keep shifting things around. You know, whether it's Fox or Trustman, um you know, Nagy I mean, we're seeing the same pattern over and over again that we're not changing, and that is no quarterback, a poor offense, a usually um, better than average to very good to sometimes even great defense during those years, but never enough to really um, get us over the hump. And, And I think that's what's just so doggone frustrating is that if something big does not happen from the top down, you know, they, they say this, you know, the fish stinks from the head down. Um, and, and I think this is the case with this organization at this point. They have to acknowledge it and, and they have to make some really big changes this year or else we're going to be back to the same story over and over again. And I know that sounds pessimistic, but it just feels like what's happened year after year. And it's like, you can't even knock them for not trying. Like they went out there and they drafted a quarterback. I mean, I think there's mixed feelings coming out of that draft on who was the number one guy and all. And I'm sure Nagy's probably using the excuse that he was on the Kansas City staff when they picked Mahomes. But I'm like, they tried. You know, they, they it's, that's why it's hard. It's like, I can see Ryan Payton there right now being like, look, man, I tried. It's not my fault he sucks, you know, and, you know, he drove his grandma's car and, you know, and, and played cook dagger with me at the restaurant, you know. I know I was fooled or something stupid like that, but, you know, give me another shot, man, you know, and give me another shot. I'll, I'll trade all of our draft picks and go get a, you know, go get a Trevor Lawrence work and, you know, Maggie's over here going like, Hey man, I called the homes. I called it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it doesn't matter if you called it. You took this job. Like, if you knew Mahomes was gonna be such a freaking superstar, why would you have left? Come on, man. Get out of here. Yeah. It yeah. it also yeah. speaks. 
it also speaks to how dumb Ryan Pace is. Like, who goes and gets a quarterback and doesn't like console like to find? Aren't you supposed to find the head coach and then find a quarterback that the head coach likes? Isn't that the way you're supposed to do things? Not just go out there and be like, hey, I'm going to sign Mike Glennon, who the world knew he sucked. I'm going to go sign him. Then I'm going to go <laughs> trade up. And then I'm going to do this. And he's it's like everything's just so spontaneous and so stupid. It's like the most sporadic like he's literally feels like he's like what move should i do next let's throw darts at a board like it nothing makes sense that well, that guy does yeah. well that's that's just it it's all seems reactionary as as opposed as opposed to being organized and planned i mean let's face it guys we've got franchises like san francisco you know that go from joe montana to another great quarterback that Green Bay that goes from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. We have franchises that know how to pick quarterback, and yet, when's the last time we picked a really great quarterback? I mean, this is this is not <laughs> some, rocket science. Some may argue never. Well, what some may. Watch this. They're going to triple up on it because they got a lot of shit in the draft, but they drafted a quarterback in the first round and they can develop them just like they did Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. There you go. Know. Recipe. I, draft a dude in the first round. In the last, so, so Aaron Rodgers, same thing, right? That was part of the first round. They draft this guy who's got a lot of potential. He gets to sit behind a uh, first ballot, all you know, Hall of Famer and learn for three years. What? Hello? He's destroying us. It's going to happen again. Yeah. So what yeah, is I think we want 20. So, but twenty twenty four, Love will be the uh, MVP of the NFL. <laughs> that would suck, man. <laughs> God, that'd be bad. We got. I mean, we got to do something though. We we got. I, we got to start just drafting quarterbacks left and right. Like, just trying to figure something out. I can't do this whole thing. I mean, I know we've talked in the past that that was Ryan Pace's agenda, but seems to have. Shit, Arizona did it. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. It's working out for them. Yeah, literally, like said. See, but again, that speaks to. Okay, let's bring in Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff, who do you want? I know we got this Josh Rosen guy, and he's like, well, if I was a coach, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. Oh, okay, done. So, so why didn't the Bears do that? We had, what, the number six overall pick, Maggie's first year, right? Was that when we picked up Rosen? Right. Mm-hmm. We had, so they had just drafted Trubisky. They knew he wasn't the guy. Right, everybody knew he wasn't the guy after that first year. He's yeah. basically a glorified like tight end. You know, it's like okay, he's not the guy. Nagy, if he'd come in and said, "Okay, I'm coming in, but you're gonna let me draft my guy," you know, we could have picked up anybody that year, including you know the current reigning MVP. So, well, d- also does know, does any quarterback ever pan out when they've only played for like one season? Like especially yep. playing in the uh, well, ACC. 
Uh, see, there's a few of them. So Kyler Murray only played one season. He sat behind um, Baker Mayfield, who I think also only played like one season, didn't he? Mm, I'm not for sure. I don't remember. Oh, no, no, no. Mayfield played yeah. eight years. No. Yeah, because I'm also a Baylor fan. But um, I remember Mayfield. Uh, but um, freaking uh, Murray only played for one year. Um, you know, I'm a little hesitant to, to put a lot of faith in a guy who's only played for one year. So, I mean. Yeah. Uh, old boy from the Bengals. He only had one good year, you know. I mean, Mahomes got three years in yeah. college. Oh, Burrow? Yeah, Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. Another example of what happens when you don't have an offensive line. Oh, my God, that poor kid, yeah. man. That was such a brutal injury, I, too. I, I, I feel bad for him, man. I, I hope he comes back stronger and better than ever. I, I like that kid. I, I you know, just... Burrow and Burrow Mahomes both have that kind of it factor and you know it when you see it it's about a quarterback and it's it's a little bit of swagger a little bit of i i know i can do it and we consistently have not had a quarterback that has had anything even close to that it factor and I, i'm being serious about that um the the thing and, though, and I'm ready. I'm ready for us to take some swings at it. Well, the thing though with the Burrow thing is he might have the it factor, but the Bengals are gonna kill him before you ever see his career. And I, I, I I'm being dead serious. That organization does not give two shits about winning. They all they want to do is put product out on the field, get people in the stands, get the revenue in out, wash their hands. They're done with it. Because I mean. That, that it's ridiculous that they've been that bad for that long. That's just my opinion with them. I don't know though. Yeah. I. So I think we're, I think we're at least all in agreement that we we have got to start um, just drafting quarterbacks, and at least maybe if we do enough of that, we can hit one. Well, I'm telling you, the key is we fire Pace now and Detroit picks him up. That's that's the goal. <laughs> there you go. That, that's the, the, enemy. The, Jets, the Jets like our cast-off. The Jets will grab him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. See, okay, so I, I, I'm, oh, I am so scared that the Bears, I, I don't know why. I've had this feeling for a while now i guess it's time for me actually say it out loud but i have a real fear that the bears are going to try to sign sam darnold if like when it doesn't work out for the jets i really have that fear oh please lord it depends so here's what you want to watch remember how i told you about that contract stuff with Foles? yeah so if they can keep Foles on the bench they keep him for next year but if he starts one more game, let's see, 50% of the snaps are – but anyway, if he starts any more games, he, he gets that option out of his uh, contract if he wants. <clears throat> so if they want to keep him to kind of have, the, have him as a bridge, then you're going to see Trubisky for the rest of the year. But if they're okay with him walking, 
that'll be a good tell right there. If, if, they, if they're okay with him walking, then they'll trot him back out on the field again in a week. But but even that's hard to say because the offense did look a little more efficient because it was just atrocious with you know the statue behind the freaking behind the line there. And I love Foles to death, but man, you got to freaking be able to move, brother. Yeah, your offensive yeah. line is a revolving door. I would like to see Trubisky get the starts for the rest of the year. It gives us the best chance of a higher draft pick. So that's <laughs> that's I mean that's yeah. that's where I'm at with this whole thing. No, I'm I'm with you. I, I I if we could lose the rest of our games, that would actually be a blessing for the team. We'll see. I don't like gonna magically get better at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, there's. Yeah, we're not going to magically get better. Uh, if anything, I, I think Maggie has uh, lost the locker room. I think I think our defense was given up last night. Our offense, you can't tell if they give up or not because they, you know, the product they put out on the field, you, you, you know, it's just so bad you, you, you can't really tell. But the defense truly looked like it. it just wasn't there did anyone see that picture that um surfaced guide so bad that's all around social media of trubisky getting just super pumped up and like giving the talk and oh man the guy i i can't I don't know who it is. It's nine something. He looks like a defensive Trubisky's arms covering it up. He looks like a defensive lineman or something, but his face looking over the back of Trubisky's shoulder is just like, really, dude, you're really like, we, we know what you are. Really? It it looks, it it's, it's horrible. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I just, I feel like we're just, I don't know what we're going to do. I think, though, we might have another win in us. We do still play Jacksonville, and they're pretty bad. We might be. It just depends. I mean, we go Lions, Texans, Vikings, Jacksonville, uh, Packers, which is great because they're all 1 o'clock starts for us on the East Coast. But Well, the real yeah. tell will be if, if, if they put a team Hicks back in or not. If Akeem Hicks is, is done for the year, but we're why, done for the they year. They did that bullshit last year where he was hurt and they put him in for meaningless games and then he got hurt again. I know. I know. That's why I'm saying that. No, I know. I, I, I'm beginning to I'm beginning to really wonder that that will be the tell right there. If 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 he's lost the locker room and they've really given up, you're not gonna see Hicks back in there. I hope not. No, is, there, is, there a, is there any chance that the whole organization collectively just says, all right, guys, we're, we're calling it quits? Well, probably not. I think as long as these knuckleheads, their, their name is still in the in the hunt column. <laughs> on the, uh, I think as long as they're still in the hunt, just like last year, you know, even though they we knew they weren't good enough to make the playoffs, they were still in the hunt technically. So they just kept trotting out the same garbage last year and expecting something different to happen. And then, Oh, Nope. We suck again. I don't know. It's man. 
Yeah. I, it just feels like all fans are in the same boat where all the enthusiasm's gone, the wind's out of the sails. It's just hoping. To us. We sound like a like a we sound like a, the season's over already. I know. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it feels. <laughs> this, this is sadder well, yeah, than an I, AA meeting. With yeah. those draft positions and. <laughs> Like week twelve, we're like, all right, what kind of draft can we get here? Who can we trade? <laughs> the, honestly, yeah. though, I am gonna get all the hope back in the world if we get rid of pace. I, I rather if we have to lose one. Like if someone said, "Hey, you can only pick one. We're only gonna lose one guy." I'd be like, "Well, we get rid of pace. I'll jump through the moon. I can put up with Nagy's bullshit for another year. I can't. I can't do any more bad contracts. I can't do any more big name signings." I mean, I just can't do it. It's it drives me absolutely nuts. The Robert Quinn thing, the the Trevathan extension, and letting guys go like Kwiatkowski. It just, I, I I'm done. I can't do it anymore. We're not getting old. We're not getting younger. We're getting older and slower. It's just pathetic, man. Trevathan looks like he can't even. I bet his forty time is like a five eight right now. It's so slow. Yeah, and then you got like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was like, "Hey, if I shift this over to here, now I've got you know Devontae Adams lined up on Trevatha, and I'll do that all day long." And how did the defense let that happen? I don't know. It's, I don't know. And, and if you guys were talking, I I'm watching the NFL Network, and they just showed the four touchdowns that Rodgers threw, and what is just so amazing is just how wide open. Oh yeah, those guys were. I mean, we, we're every time. We're not even close to anyone. Uh, that's that's what it feels but, like. We're not even close this year. That's that's but, the feeling I have. That and why I feel like giving up because I I don't think we're even close. You want to hear something He's really depressing? Catch. Oh, good. Nearly seventy-seven percent of the Bears' points have been scored while trailing this season. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. Just, I mean, I know we're bad, but dude, wow. You could play a game like Bear or Jet where you just blindly line the stats up on offense and you get to say which it is. Is that a Bear or is that a Jet? I'm telling you right now, you, you can't tell the difference. <laughs> I've seen the stats. You really can't. It's it's unbelievable. Oh, well. It just sucks that we won so many of those games early on with those last-minute comebacks and, like, games we shouldn't have won. We shouldn't have won the Detroit game. We shouldn't have won <laughs> the Atlanta game. You know, it's like... <sighs> Definitely the Detroit game because right. carry on or yeah, carry on Johnson dropped the ball. He's wide no, open. Who's their rookie? I can't remember. Or not name. Dick carry on Johnson. Who am I? Uh, uh, Swift. Who am I thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, Swift. I think it was Swift. Yeah, he just yeah. dropped the ball. He was wide open. <laughs> he literally dropped the yeah. ball from walking in. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, like I said earlier in the year, we our offense was was that pig with lipstick on it, man. It, 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 it was it was still a pig, no matter how much lipstick 
you, you put on it. it. It was what it was. And it turned out to be just that. Man, there's a lot of people writing that change is coming and change is on the horizon, but until it actually happens, man, I'm, I'm not going to believe it. But also, I'm getting... I can I kn- see him getting... Go ahead. Oh, I, can, I can see him getting rid of Pace, but keeping Nagy to help evaluate the quarterbacks in the draft class, because Nagy obviously cannot. I mean, sorry, Pace cannot, but... Maggie's got that whole, hey, I helped pick Mahomes thing, man. I'm telling you, he's going to ride that into another year. No. Uh, yeah. Well, that this, would be unfortunate. Well, as I'm sitting here talking to you guys, I'm doing research on the computer, and it just, oh, my God, the bet, the news keeps getting worse. Uh, <laughs> it says, would the, would the McCaskies fire Pace and Nagy and eat probably $15 million in the middle of a pandemic with revenues weighed down in the history of the franchise, only the, uh, the bears have only fired a head coach with two years left on his deal once. And that was Mark Trussman. Well, at least that was recent history. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, yeah. I mean, they have it's to, eat, like- they have to eat 15 million. That's not much for them. That's a shit ton for all of us, but that is nothing. For them, they just got to eat it because right. they don't have a choice. Humble pie has to. I be mean, served. this will really tell you how how detached um, the whole organization is from the fan base that they hold on to these guys for another year. It, it will really tell you just how far out of touch they they really are with with the city, with with the fans across the country. Um, if if they re, if the status quo remains the same, man, I don't do know you, one bear thing who's like that. I mean, do you expect them to be able to relate to the fans? Though, I mean, these are the people who have owned the Bears their whole lives. I mean, that's like expecting the guy who who's owned a factory, inherited a, a, a factory, or inherited billions of dollars to be able to relate to the everyday guy. You know. That's true. Like, if you've never had to make your own dinner or wash your own clothes, like, are you really relating to the everyday fan? Well, maybe you're not. But I would hope that there would be some empathy, even if it was long-distance empathy, toward understanding that the product that you put out on this field is just really incredibly bad and... Um, no matter how loyal Bear fans are, they can they can see just how bad that product is out on the field. I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think they could ever relate from an everyday standpoint, but I would hope they would have some understanding or reading some social media or papers and say, man, your, your, your fans are calling for change. Yeah, I don't know if they care, dude. I really don't. Um, like, I think you guys nailed it with the Bengals. I mean, money. If anything, the last five or six years has shown me is that at the end of the day, people only care about money. Like, the rich people? Yeah. Like, it always comes down to money. Well, and the, Whether you're talking yeah. about anything. The other thing, too, is yeah. that... It, I mean, it's really hard. 
what's really hard about this is like the the McCaskies how they're owning this is a lot like the buses do with the Lakers. Like it's very mom and pop. This is they're not they don't own another business. So I feel like when people like like Atlanta, right? Arthur Blank, Home Depot. Like, so he basically bought Atlanta to be like, I want to win. I know they're not winning, but like, and I feel like with us, it's, well, we just, we have the team. I don't, I don't know if they're focused on winning actually. Like I'm really starting to think, and I don't know, I'm kind of with Curtis a little bit on this dad. I don't know if they can relate to us or not because there's such like, are they running this like a business or are they running it as like they actually want to win? Cause I, I honestly, I can't tell you because I don't really, I don't know. We haven't done anything for years. So I'm, I'm kind of torn. I'm, I don't know how to feel about all yeah. this. Yeah. Well, maybe it's just my, my uh, wishful thinking that at some level they could feel the, frustration of us bear fans and and really want to put a winning team out on the field and, and maybe that's maybe money just just is the driver in these situations and McCaskies are just going to as long as they're um, you know they're in the black in terms of the accountants and then not in the red maybe they're okay with what's on the field I mean it's it's such a large market that they're not, they're not going to like, like no matter how bad the team is, we're always, uh, us fans are always going to be here. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to assume that they. They're seeing, you know, Oh, how am I, how are my ticket sales doing? How are my, you know, my, my, season ticket holders you know how how's, how are those sales going how are my you know how are my jersey sales and how's my merchandising doing like they're getting all this money and they're you know how's my television ratings they probably care more about getting these primetime shows or primetime games than they do anything else you know like like they're the, you know they're so close to it and they they're, they're, they're looking at it from a completely different perspective. You know, all we know is we want our team to win, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but if we don't as fans actually stop being fans, you know, we're still going to spend, we're still going to buy our jerseys, you know, all Trubisky's failing means that me and you now have to go buy another jersey. <laughs> you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, it's like it's, it's a whole different way of thinking about, you know, the, the management of a team. That, that reminds me, Curtis, I, I really need to burn that number 10 jersey I got a couple of years back. Don't burn it. Just, you know, you, you can save it and maybe do some something, you know, comical with it in the future. <laughs> Give it to goodwill. All right. I've got I've got one jersey I can wear right now. I've got uh, so my the three jersey I currently own. My wife keeps making them disappear. I've got a Trubisky, an Urlacher, and a Walter Payton, and I can't wear Trubisky anymore. 
I can't even wear Urlacher <laughs> anymore because he got himself in trouble. Yep. You know, I mean, now it's like uh, Walter Payton. Hey, <laughs> how bad yeah. is that? I mean, he played. You know, he, he joined the league the year I was born, and uh, I'm in my 40s now. So <laughs> this is this is my jersey, right? <laughs> and he also didn't even wanna, he oh. also didn't even want to play for the Bears. That was a whole thing. Who, Walter Payton? Yeah. He 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 uh he took the Bears through the ringer there for a little bit when he was a rookie when he got oh. drafted. And then he actually ended up coming to terms and then once he kinda started getting that, that whole love of the game and just playing ball and then the fans and everything and then he actually grew just to love to Chicago love Chicago. So they don't make them like that anymore. Don't ruin my, don't ruin my image. <laughs> no, then don't don't read uh, don't read the book. Uh, what is it? Sweetness. I think that's what the book's oh, called. Oh no. Yeah, it shines a well, pretty fair light on Walter. I mean, it is what it is, but I still well. like him. <laughs> but oh, uh, so you guys. You guys think we'll be able to trade up and get us a quarterback, or what? I don't. Or think... do you think we'll be able to earn? I think if we get into the top ten, I think we can get us a quarterback without having to trade up. I think uh, the. I was looking at. What's that? I was going to say I was looking at the teams who are probably going to finish pretty pretty low, and most of them have quarterbacks already. So. Well, the Jets. I'm thinking. Because the Jets will obviously, you know, they're going to take, uh, what's his net? Um, Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. And then the Jaguars will take somebody. Probably, I, think every, I think everybody else already has a quarterback, right? They're probably going to take uh, Justin Fields is going to probably be second. Yeah. The second quarterback think, off the board. This is going to sound pretty bad. To your point. To your point, Curtis, I, I I think we could be the third third or fourth team in line, right? To yeah, to get someone, and so if we can get in that top ten, uh, there could there could be value. We could find value in that. It's not out of the question. I'd rather us take our shots than just continue on the same trajectory that we're on now. I mean, do you think the Jets would uh, would take? Uh our first and, and, and like a Khalil Mack for their first. And they, now that's an interesting proposition. I'd do it. They might. They might. They're pretty stupid. Like, that way. <laughs> I mean, well, didn't, didn't they just get rid of their GM though? So yeah, well, Woody's coming back to the owner <clears throat> because he had, to, he was on the Trump, he was, what was he? He's like, he's like an ambassador or something. It's unbelievable. What? But yeah, he had to, uh, he actually gave his team to his son and now he's back. So once Trump leaves office, then he can take the team back. But he was an, he was actually an ambassador. I'll look it up, but it, yeah, it's. <laughs> That, that's our country. That that's that we won't get into how the country was being run, but that's just crazy yeah. to me that they get the Jets owner. They're like, hey, let's make you an ambassador. 
that's even more messed up than the Bears. That's hard to do. It's been a bizarre four years, and that's actually one of the more more bizarre ones I've heard. That's that's pretty. That's that's right up there. <laughs> yeah, Woody Johnson. He, yeah, he's a, yep. Uh, <laughs> right when you pop up, a United States ambassador. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, that's what we need to do. He, he's an ambassador to the United Kingdom. So good old Woody. See, that's what that's what we need to do. We need to get a Bears fan into the Biden administration and then we could take the Packers GM and make him the ambassador to like Zimbabwe or something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I it, it's just I like that. It's nuts. I'm looking up though. I got the draft order right now that would proceed that's it's Jets Jets Jags. So it looks like Fields and them are going one and two. Lawrence and Fields, and then Cincinnati, Dallas. Now, da- Dallas is a very interesting situation. I think they're going to pay Dak. Keep Dak. But does Dak want to yeah, stay? They're, they're going to But that, I mean, I don't know. Uh, they're going to. They're going to give Dak a hell of a lot of money. I could see Dallas as a trade back opportunity for someone who wants to move up. I mean, we're I don't think they're going to take a quarterback there. God, we're sitting. God, we are sitting. We got a lot of losing to do if we want to move up, boys. We got, we're, we're sitting at fourteen. We no. So here's the thing: look at all those teams that have three and four wins, and we will finish behind most of them. Like everybody in the NFC East, we will finish behind, and they are the worst. We will finish at least a half a game behind each one of those guys. And then um, who else is out there for... We need Atlanta to right. win more than us because we hold the tiebreaker over them. So. God, man, it goes... Where did my stats go? It goes... So it goes... This is in the order. It goes uh, one, Jets, then Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Dallas, Chargers, Carolina, Philly... Washington, Detroit, Atlanta, Miami, which is really Houston. They got Houston's pick, Denver, Minnesota, Chicago. If we yeah, so here, check it out. Yeah. Atlanta and Carolina will both finish with more wins than we will. As will, like I said, all of the NFC East, who all have three or four wins. Minnesota and the Lions will both finish ahead of us. New England will finish ahead of us. Houston will finish ahead of us. Denver will finish ahead of us. The Chargers, I can see them pulling off a couple wins here. Um, so I think that where's that put us? That puts us behind the Bengals, um, Jacksonville, the Jets, and there you go. We'll pick Dallas. No, Dallas will finish ahead of us. You we're think so? By the end of the season, we're picking fourth. I like That's it. That's my bold prediction. I like At it. Five wins, we got the fourth overall pick. I mean, even with fourth, you would have to really. Tr- I mean, you'd really have to. I mean, there's a possibility you could move up, but man, I feel like with you'd have better luck going after Fields than you would Lawrence. I feel like they're going to ask for the house for Lawrence. Give him Cleo Mack. Get rid of that $25 million. 
That's true. That is true. Well, guys, I I, I don't yeah. have anything else to say. If anyone, do you, does anyone else have anything? Oh, yep, oh man. I'm good. I. Who do you think they pick up for uh, head coach? I know who you're going to say, and I. Nah, I'm I I don't know, man. <laughs> Honestly, like I thought about you know Eric Bieniemy, and then I was like, man, do you really want to keep going down that same road and all that? And I honestly, I don't know, but I would like to find out who is the uh, protege for either Shanahan or McVeigh because I think those guys can coach their ass off, and I would like to get. I mean, honestly, the only reason Shanahan's not doing good is because his team is just riddled with injuries, and they're they're you know they really missed with uh, Garoppolo. I feel like, but I mean, he's he's doing all yeah, he can he, with Nick Mullins. Look, look, look what he's doing with what he has. It's impressive. I mean, they beat the Rams the other day. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. That's why I would say that that's where my head is at. Like find someone from that tree or who who's their protege or something like that. Yeah, that's where I was going to go with that. Obviously, I think Harbaugh just because of his history beating the Packers, but I would love to get somebody off the Shanahan tree. That would be that would be my ideal scenario. He's super creative. Seems to have a better idea. Yeah, they have they have the that that it's factor for 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 coaching right how how do i scheme right that kind of mentality right. so right but then i don't know enough about the gm to give you guys a pick for that other than i'm free so <laughs> hey man i i do it in a heartbeat i've i've always had that dream of hey. letting a fan try to run the organization because oh my god what if seriously though what if they took a lifelong Bears fan, twenty five year vet, right? That'd be Who's awesome. Got a business. I got a business degree. I can I, I can run projects. I'm really good at process improvement. Like, come on, man! I could write a resume up and, hey, and make this happen. I'm <laughs> I'm all for it because then we would have a we would have an end to the GMs for the podcast. So I'm oh, all hell for yeah. it. Yeah, there, 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 there you go, man. You could do that whole uh, that, that you know Wednesday with the GM thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> we want it wouldn't be that oh, man. mundane. Uh, yeah, we're doing everything we can. It's just what it is, you know. The, <laughs> the whole coach speak that drives everyone. Like Nagy has, I feel like Nagy has perfected coach speak to where it's just a bunch of bullshit positivity. <laughs> where it's just hey, look, he practiced. That was like before the game, they said that uh, Nagy came out and said that's the best Mitch has ever looked in practice, and he expects big things out of him for tonight's game. I was like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> I, I love that. I, love well, that I tell you what, I'm the He's a straight shooter with upper management written all over him. You know, <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. That well, was- I, I'm. I'm going to put this. I'm going to put the social rumor out there that the Bears are, are looking to, to hire their next GM from the, from the public, and uh, you know, get that get that rumor started. Well, that, nice. that sounds looking, good, looking man. Veterans. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, all the got everything going, man. We just we got to get your foot in the door now. Why not let a veteran run Soldier Field? Come on, I did like six years in the army. Let's do this. It makes sense to me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my vote. Just don't be chasing. Like all you would have to put on your resume is just one thing. I don't waste money on names. Because that's all pace does. It's like, you have a big name, Robert Quinn. You were good once with the Rams. Yeah, we'll give you $34 million. Oh, that's $34 million we'll never get back. Nope. Yeah. Robert did the PEDs and got his body in shape and looked like an absolute stud. And then he's like, all right, I got paid. I'm good now. Yeah. But... Well, Curtis, thanks for joining us. This first play with a sack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I just... And then nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, Curtis, thanks for uh, joining us, man. It's always great to get your insight on things. And yeah, thank you. Definitely. Yeah, man, I love chatting with you guys anytime. Yeah, man, it definitely gives a different perspective on everything. Like, I there's a lot of stuff that gets brought up that I don't think about or my dad thinks about, and obviously we talk to each other the most. It's really hard to keep everything for the podcast. We seem to sometimes, you know, so it's nice to have an outsider come in with fresh opinions and fresh takes. Yeah, it it really does help. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it every time. I have a blast. Um, and again, I'm uh, I'm down whenever you guys are. So just hanging out here in, uh, in California, trying not to get COVIDized, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> right. it's crazy times. Well, we appreciate it, Curtis. You guys take it easy. Happy Thanksgiving. A little belated, but uh, and then here's to a good, happy holiday season. Maybe we all stay safe out there. Yeah, for sure, man. You too. Happy holidays. We will. You too, man. Stay safe. All right. I'll talk to you later, guys. See you later, man. All right. That does it all. That does it for this week's episode of 34 to Glory. We'll be back next week. And remember, it's always a good time when you... Bear down. Oh, the phone delayed it so much. Oh, well. Hit the music. 